Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, the Microphone Messiah. I am joined by Brandon Tanguma, Mr. Bullet Cast in the Bank, along with our champion, our podcast champion, Marley from the High Wrestling Podcast. How's it going, guys? What's up? How's everybody doing? Chilling. Fantastic. Ready to sing a whole bunch of Luther Vandross songs? Pulling off the Luther Fatu vibes. If only for one night. Yeah, you know, we don't do video anymore. Used to. Don't do that anymore. But Philip is uh, looking I'm, quite dapper right now with his I little am. collared shirt on. I yeah, am. No, I, might, I, might just, I, might, I might just release the video so you people can see it. I think, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do that. No, no. You dressed my, for the in occasion. My, in my dark-ass room with my, my white hoodie on. I know. Egg white. Eggshell white hoodie. Positive vibes. Ooh, positive vibes. All right, guys. Uh, Anton Voorhees, the interview has finally dropped. Guys, what did you think, uh, Marley? It was awesome. I thought it was cool because it was – that's exactly how Anton is, like, interviewing in person because I've had him on my show before, too. And just, like, knowing him and running into him after shows and whatnot, it was good. It was good. It was nice to know a little bit more about him than what I learned when I interviewed him. Beautiful interview, everybody. Go check it out, whether it's on the YouTube or here on the podcast feed. Uh, thank you, Philip, for asking the hot tub time machine question. I appreciate it. You know, we don't get it every time, but we got it this time. That's all that matters. You have to make it mean something. Exactly, like a like a DDT. Yeah, or, or like take Taker didn't do old school every night, but uh, you have to you have to make it mean something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen, brother. All right, uh, SmackDown. Santos turns on Rey Mysterio, um, attacks him. You know he's had enough. He's fed up. I like this. I like this. You know, it's definitely building for a while. There were seeds being planted, and then dropping the brass knuckles had to be the icing on the cake. Like that was it was coming. Yeah, you know, I was critical on kind of just the visuals of what Santos did at, at uh, Blood Money, but I thought they did a, a decent job kind of, you know, talking themselves around there and, you know, telling the story and uh, shout out Ray. Uh, he got like his 10th or 12th knee surgery the other day. So who knows? I haven't heard how major, or how minor it is. So it looks like he is going to be gone for a little bit. Tease a piece. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, T's and P's. Uh, Brandon, go to the next topic while I uh, take this phone call. Well, you know, Philip, he uh, has to handle so much business on and off the podcast, so he has to take another phone call. But uh, we got Lashley defeating Carlito, you know, two guys who are kind of synonymous with the era of, you know, the uh, ruthless aggression era, but yet 
I believe this was the first time ever we saw them clash. So, uh, Marley, what did you think of Lashley and Carlito? They continued to kind of build up the Hurt Business 3.0, whatever uh, they're calling them. And, uh, you know, Carlito going back with uh, Santos and the whole LWO stuff. So kind of two factions kind of, you know, not combining, but clashing a little bit. I think that they're planting seeds because, of course, at some point, the bloodline storyline has to end. So they need a solid team on that caliber to kind of take that spot. And I feel like they're setting up LWO and this new iteration of the Hurt Business to kind of take that role. And I feel like it's being done perfectly. I sound repetitive, but... It's just when it's a slow burn, I feel like it's perfect. Agree. I mean, I think there, you know, there may be some minor tweaks that I think, uh, you know, the Lashley group could be doing, but uh, I don't think they're done by any means. I think they're going to either continue to add people, maybe further develop their characters and LWO. I mean, kind of with the characters they have right now, I don't know how much bigger they can really get unless they add like a Dragon Lee or, you know, something of that nature. But uh, yeah. It was a yeah. good little stuff. Uh, Philip, are you still handling business? It seems like Philip is still handling business. We yes, got to, yes. Oh, what, oh, what, no. what, 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 what are you talking about? Lashley and Carlito. Uh, first time ever matchup, surprisingly. Uh, love it. Love to see it. Uh, Lashley got the dub as he should, moving, giving momentum for him and his uh, Street Profits group. Um, yeah, damage control grows. Are we getting our, our, a superwoman's faction? I mean, Oscar, Kyrie, Io, Dakota, Bailey. Now look, look, look. I know, I know. We already have a War Games match. Can we do a traditional Survivor Series match with this one? Because Survivor Series teams of five strive to stay alive. I think you can, but we also know WWE. They like to do the one men's match and the one's women's match that happened in NXT. We didn't get one last year, so why don't we? Why don't we do this? That way you keep the essence of Survivor Series. I feel like it would hit different in a five-on-five. Yes. The the old school elimination, that would add more to the story. At least my, yeah, no. And, and, you know, we're we're a week out. And, like, I get it, like, you know, Bianca and Charlotte and, like, there will be women kind of who have their issues with this new damage control. But it, it would feel kind of forced to kind of throw them in a war games match. So yeah. if you throw them in a, a mix, you know, a, a 10 on 10 or 5 on 5 match, uh, tag match, Survivor Series rules, I think that uh, is perfectly fine. Yeah, you got damage control that controls anybody. You have Charlotte, Bianca, Shotzi, um, find two other women, and boom, we're good. Yeah, I don't think it was like enough story or enough build to warrant a full war games match, but that would that'd be something that could be settled without the cage. Yeah. Without the war. Yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely. Mo- mo- Just definitely. the games. Just the games. <laughs> Just the games. Uh LA Knight, yeah, is not done with the bloodline, still has problems. So I think this Friday we're getting uh Jimmy Uso versus LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the promo from LA Knight, there's things I like, there's things I didn't like. I thought uh, how he kind of handled the loss coming out of Crown Jewel. I thought it was good, you know, him talking about how, you know, he wasn't, he acknowledged the cheating, 
but he also was talking about how he should have won and blah, 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 instead of like, uh, you know, John Cena or some other baby faces in the past where they just kind of brush it off or don't even like acknowledge what really happened the week before. And they just kind of get sidetracked like a dog and they go off and do their own thing. But on the other hand, when uh, Grayson Waller came out, I thought his promo towards him was almost kind of MJF ish where like he has good delivery, but then like he just goes way over the top on kind of like the insults and he thinks he's being funnier than he is like the whole, you know, mother's basement and whatever the other, you know, low level jabs he was trying to get over. Honestly, Grayson Waller did lose me in the promo. Like I remember being invested while LA Knight was talking. And then after a certain point, I kind of just turned my attention elsewhere as Grayson was yapping on. And I think this is kind of like where the real test for LA Knight is. Cause now He's got that. He had that main event title match that I mean, fans still love him. But now it's like, OK, you're not the the top tier act going on right now. What are you going to do when you're in these middle top mid card type of things with the Grayson Waller, Austin Theory? looks like uh, Kevin Owens might get involved as well. I just kind of see where his trajectory goes from there. We we shall see where the trajectory goes from there. Uh, moving on. Yeah, I, I think we got a fan mail about uh about um LA Night too. We'll read that in, in a second. Let me just go over to let's talk about PWG. Let me just go over to the Twitter to get the official statements. Uh, Marley, you a fan of PWG? I've like seen clips here and there. I've not like seen a full PWG event, but I've seen certain matches that happen at PWG. It's actually one of the things I wanted to go down and explore the rabbit hole of. Yeah, it doesn't look like, well, rabbit hole, yes, but going in person doesn't look like we're, we're going to be able to do that. Absolutely uh, not. I read the news. Who runs PWG right now? Super Dragon, right? Super yeah, Dragon's Super still Dragon. running yeah. it. Uh, he says, I know a lot of uh, people have been wondering what is gonna going on with PWG and why uh, there haven't been uh, many events this year. Uh, my girlfriend has uh, been very sick and battling an aggressive cancer since earlier this year. It's uh, been incredibly difficult for me to focus on anything else. Uh, recently, things took a turn for the worse, and I need to take some time away from wrestling. There will be no more PWG events this year. We will return as soon as possible in 2024. Thank you for all the support. But then uh, something came out, and I guess the Globe Theater is uh, shutting down or something like that. Yeah, I read that this morning. I was confused when I saw everybody talking about like thanks for the memories globe theater and then i looked into it and it's like it's closing effective immediately apparently yeah i mean you know it wasn't Reseda, but uh you know it they yeah. still did some cool things yeah it was kind of like the the next level for pwg i mean obviously like the Reseda, the i forget exactly what kind of venue it was like a community hall type thing but um you know, after that closed down, they moved over to the uh, the the theater, and that kind of took them into like COVID and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, shout out Super Dragon. Uh, hopefully, uh, things get better for his uh, for his partner. And I mean, I, I do wonder what PWG looks like, kind of coming out of you know post COVID, post AEW, where you know pre nineteen twenty nineteen twenty eighteen seven you know. From like 20, whatever, 10 to 19, they were like super hot. They were the super indie. And then AEW kind of took all their talent and the indie scene, you know, in general, like it's healthy. There's th- they're thriving. There's a lot of good shows out, but I just 
wonder like that very top level indie talent. I just don't know if we kind of have that right now because all the other major companies kind of scooping everybody up. I mean, in this latter year, what, you know, Jer- the JAS was at PWG in the Globe Theater, Titus Russell, John Moxley, you know, some, some, some cool stuff has happened in there. Um, yeah. yeah, no, PWG, I mean, you love it. You love to see it. Uh, apparently, Vince McMahon is selling a third of his stock in TKO. What, 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 what is I mean, going- Philip, you keep talking, you keep, you know, saying, oh, I'll believe it when I see it when Vince McMahon is out of power and not with the company anymore and. I mean, I think this is just another kind of validator that uh, Ari Emanuel, you know, said one thing to Vince's face about how he'll still be with the company and all that other good fun stuff. And then once the deal closed, he was like, all right, old man, I don't think we need you anymore. And then now Triple H is in charge and Vince is probably like right kind of rightfully so. But also like it's Vince who really cares, you know. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it's Vince. He's done some things in the past that it's like, okay, you finally are getting your comeuppance a little bit, old man. Whoa, but, whoa, 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 whoa. But he's, I mean, selling a third of his of his stock, it's uh, it, it's pretty big. Like, it's a big deal. Like, I know it's company stuff and business stuff, but it kind of does show something about how Vince is either in, stand, you know, how his feelings are on the company itself and where he is in the company itself. Yeah, so let's let's see what the Vince McMahon looking to sell over eight million shares of TKO Group holding stock. Jesus Christ! Oh, Whoa, this is a this is crazy. I mean, we we've known Vince hasn't been in power <laughs> when they when they go to fight when they go to fight backstage on Raw and they go through Gorilla. He's not sitting in that chair. We know this. This is what we know. We know these things. It's like water is wet at this point. Right? Fire is hot. <laughs> like, come on, guys. We know this. Oh, man. Sonny facing up to 25 years in prison, you know, for that, uh, killing someone. DUIs. And yeah, kids, don't drink and drive. It's not a good idea. And especially if you get caught drinking driving once, um, don't do it again and, and again. again and again. again. And just, you know, try not to kill people in yeah. general. Oh, Sonny, what a, what a fall from grace, huh? At one point, the most downloaded person in the world. Now she's a murderer. Manslaughterer. Manslaughterer. Er, er, er. Iron Claw, the movie has been getting great reviews. I've heard a lot of great things. I've heard there was a scene in the movie where you were just going to have to wipe your eyeballs. Your eyeballs oh. sweat profusely. I mean, we know the Von Erich story. Yeah. Great family. Then they have like the they have the Kennedy curse of wrestling. And yeah. Yeah. They say they say Zach Efron really gets the Kevin Von Erichness down because you know we've heard over the years Kevin Von Erich's an, an odd an odd individual. Maybe him being odd is what saved him from the curse. Oh, 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 oh. Very, very excited <laughs> for this movie. It's coming out uh Christmas week. You know, week before, I think it's like December 21st, I th- something like that. I think we should all go see this together. I'm uh, so down. I'm excited. It's it's going to be, a, it, as you said, it's getting great reviews. I kind of wonder how they're going to portray it. I almost kind of wish it's like a movie, a, fa- a movie about a family that just happens to be in wrestling, not like a wrestling movie about a family. Well, because that's where the true story is. It's like the family dynamic and the tragedy, the fame, the power, 
you know all that other stuff i heard like it's it's real very good like the wrestling like they're they're really they're really wrestling you know like the, the clips of that are great and you know i, just, I love the von erics you know uh wccw in the sportatorium in dallas it's my favorite territory so you know, i'm excited to see that you know the you get your michael ps hayes in the movie and you, get, you got a guy doing rick flair so this is a it's gonna be good stuff could, could we be per- living in a world where mjf wins an oscar before the rock wow I don't think he might. I don't think he'll win it as an actor. Maybe like being a part of the production team or something like that, which would be, which would be wild. Yeah, like one of those, one of those like best, not supporting actor, like one of the behind the scenes, best production or best cinematography type Oscars. I I I mean he he plays Lance Von Eric. I've heard it. I've heard it's very good. We'll see. You know. Um, apparently Kurt Angle is getting a biopic in the works at some point next year. He said that on a recent podcast. I like it. That'd be interesting because I recently was going down a rabbit hole and I didn't realize he was part of Team Foxcatcher. And I know that yeah, the Foxcatcher story, and I was like, Oh. Have you seen the so, movie? I've not seen the movie, but I have like watched YouTube videos on the actual story itself. So I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm fascinated by, you know, I was a shoot wrestler and all that other stuff. But yeah, watch that movie. Huh? No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. Shoot or shoot. Yeah, high school coach, high school wrestling coach. No big deal. Right, 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 right. Shoot or shoot. Uh, But yeah, no, go watch the Foxcatcher movie. It's fantastic. I love it. It's very good. Uh, Yes, I mean, I, I would love to see that, you know, really, really do a deep dive into the Kurt Angle story. Talk about, you know. That was father died. Do the fox catcher stuff. The winning of the gold medal. Him getting into WWE. Maybe even have the ECW scene there. Uh, then obviously going to the addiction and the triumph. And uh, yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd be very, very good. Mm. They have to recreate that spot from TNA where he jumps off the stage. Oh yeah. Woo! Yeah, we need the woo off in there. We need the woo off. We just need a, a full like two minute perk angle compilation thing going on in this biopic. Why did you say that? Don't talk about my friend like that. You shook that man's hand. Are you going to say this? Hey, he's got that man has a great handshake. Did you did you watch did you watch the hand? Still haven't watched it. That's uh, that was a few months ago, man. You might want to watch. That's that's nasty. <laughs> Just going full on pearl. It is kind of turning a different color now that I think about it. All right. Fan mail, Dan. What's up, Dan? I'm tired of WWE trying to rewrite their history. How can they not credit Bob Backlund for how long his title reign was? Uh, I did. I uh, understand what they're doing with Roman, but uh, just upsets me that they don't honor their history. Amen, bro. That's what I was saying. I feel I feel like maybe Michael Cole made a mistake. I feel like he honestly made a mistake. But. Technically, he's right. So here, let's have a conversation. So, pull up when Bob Backlund wins the wins the WWE title. It's what seventy eight, right, or 70, 77? Hold on. We 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 just we just we just had we just had this discussion. When does Bob Backlund win the title? It says seventy eight. It says he's champion from seventy eight to eighty three, right, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So here's Iron Sheik beat him December 26, 1983. Okay, so here so here's what happened. He wins the title on 178. Yep. So at some point, I think it was like 
79. He wrestles Antonio Inoki and loses to Inoki. Because remember, back then, you know, a guy could lose a title and then show back up with it, and people would think he was still the champion, even though he had lost it. So we lost the title to Inoki. And uh, and uh, they had a rematch. Uh, it was a deemed a no contest. Inoki said he didn't want to win that way, so he vacated the championship. And then uh, Bob Backlund went on to win it uh, back from uh, this guy named Bobby something. So then that happens, and then you fast forward to 1981. He has a match with Greg the Hammer Valentine, and it's also deemed a no contest, and the title is vacated. And then he has another match to regain it. So technically, Bob Backlund is the three-time WWE champion. So that that span of four and a half to five years is not actually intact. So if we're talking about a consecutive title reign, technically what Michael Cole said was true. Because, you know, I mean, back, back then, you know, I, I, they only um, did, uh, advertised in certain markets, and WWE was a, a national company even at that point in time. So, you know, Bob Backlund can lose in New York and people who saw – Stuff in like Texas or something to think Bob Backlund's still the champion, you know? Yeah. So on the Wikipedia, it has like the whole thing. And as you said, you know, he loses to Anoki in Japan and, you know, politics and stuff. It gets vacated. And then it's, as you said, you know, the Greg, the, the Greg Valentine match. And it's like, it was recognized only in New York City by the State Athletic Commission. Yes. And yeah, it's just very confusing because back in the day, wrestling was good. Like, you know, with the commissions and it was like a real sport and yeah, it's a whole thing. And I, I mean, I understand like the whole confusion and how the whole thing, like it was more just me kind of being petty and being annoying, but this, this does kind of illustrate the whole, like, especially the Bob Backlund stuff. It's just very confusing in this era of wrestling. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, they say Ric Flair's a 16 time world champion. It's really 20, like 21, 22. He had to leave the title overseas for a few times because if he had walked out with that title, he would have been killed. Right. It's it's just one of those. So what 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 uh what Michael Cole said is technically true. Let's not get our panties in a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I mean, this is just what happens in wrestling. Like Ron Simmons is not the first black world champion. It's Bobo Brazil. But you know, here we are. But then if we also want to be technical, Roman has only had the WWE championship for well, it's certain. It still has the universal lineage. That's why they call it the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. But then the Universal Championship didn't start until 2017, 2060, whatever the hell that was. Okay, no, but it's the the run. It's not the whole lineage of the championship. I'm taking it up with the commission. No, that's that's what they're arguing. They said, you know, only people that stand in front of them for a consecutive run are Hogan and San Martino. People got upset because Bob Backlund, he was four and a half, five years. Ah, no, not really. Had the title for like a year, dropped it, then had another run for a couple years, dropped it, you know. So, yeah. That's that's where we are with that. Uh, Jack of all trades. If you guys could join any faction in history, what would it be and why? For me, I would love to be a member of the Four Horsemen, the suits, the style, and the antics of the 80s. I love it all. Well, I'm 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 already the member of the faction, you know. You know. This guy. This guy. I where do I where do I hail from, Marley? It's not a faction, it's a family. He hails he hails from the Isle of Samoa. Yes, 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 yes. Do I, do I start speaking Samoan? 
No, I mean, <laughs> fuck, be serious for a moment. Uh, shout out Lance Storm. Um, if I could really join a, th- I mean, uh, there, I mean, there's Nate, there's the Nation, there's there's the Shield. I've always loved Evolution. That that's my favorite faction. Uh Hmm. Main event mafia. Main event mafia. Yeah, yep. Main event mafia was kind of tight. I'm not gonna hold on. I mean, it's, main event mafia was kind of tight. There's another mafia I hear that's about to be even tighter. Mm-mm. The melanin mafia. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, faction, faction, faction. I would say. Generation X. I feel like that's they, always, that's exhausting to be in. <laughs> be tired. Like. True, but they did push the envelope and kind of like shape the Attitude Era into True. what it is today. I don't think about the Attitude Era and not. I don't know if that's going to sound right. I think about the Attitude Era and I think. DX, like they're just the main takeaway from the Attitude Era for me. It's immediately like what impact. your brain goes to. Exactly. Uh, impact. Wants to, Brandon wants to join the corporate ministry. I was gonna say right to censor. Actually, no he he would fit in so well with right to censor. Guys, can we can we calm down? Like, I see him inside while Ivory's retaining the women's championship. I see it. He's just cut off. <laughs> I I see it. He would for sure rock in. It's, he has a cut off. He has a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> with a bow tie. Because I, 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 I care. I care about decorum. Damn it. Okay. He puts on his hoodie when he's mad and storms out of the room with his clipboard. <laughs> um, the co- Cody Rhodes walk. <laughs> Why I oughta? <laughs> um. Oh man, I mean. You go hurt business. I mean, I'd say you go NWO, but then you have to be like one of the core. I mean, if I can join NWO and go back in time and kick out Hogan, I think we could do something there. Like Scott, brother, let me tell you, this dude isn't what you think he is, bro. Do one of them. Uh, just go back in time. Just go back in time, right? Um. Oh my God. Who you know, I've been uh. You know, watching or not watching, but I was listening to some stuff about like the uh, 98 Halloween Havoc. You know, let's join the one warrior nation, but then kick out the ultimate warrior. And then we join our, we start our own one warrior nation. Uh, I'd probably see it's NWO backwards. And um, I'd probably, I don't know, nation because the the song in nation was nation, a domination. Like this song goes hard, bro. Probably like nation or, uh, or hurt business. Being hurt business long enough to actually be in front of fans. <laughs> let me, me join damage control. You know, you're on to something. You're you're on to something. Respectfully. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course, of course. Or maybe bullet, you know, bullet cast, bullet club, bullet club. I mean, yeah, 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 there we go. Sure. When it was hot, like when you know, like that, like AJ Styles to yeah. like if I could be in there from like AJ Styles to the elite creating AEW, if I could be in there for that time period, there we go. Boom. That's it. That that's, that's the era. 
I'd want to be in running running around with that. Robert Walker, was LA Knight hurt by the loss to Roman? I don't think he was hurt. I think he's just in the same spot. Yeah. He's got a he doesn't really need to build up his momentum. Well, no, because I mean you think about it, like Sammy, Cody, Jay, KO, all elevated by losses to Roman Reigns. He's just in the same spot. I mean, I feel like I've kind of said this kind of repeatedly the last couple of weeks, but just, stop repeating you, it. just because you lose doesn't mean like you're affected by it. Like, I mean, if you lose, like, yes, it does affect you, but it's not the end of the world. If you lose to Roman Reigns, the greatest, modern, you know, the greatest champion in, in whatever, 35, 40 years. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, I feel like it set him up for the Royal Rumble, maybe a Royal Rumble win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, and Brett is the X, the Hall of Famer. Mr. X, who day? So who do you think is the devil in AEW? Is it CM Punk, Adam Cole, Jungle Boy, who, damn it? Uh, that ma- devil's mask needs to come off this uh, at full gear. Brandon, if the devil shows up, I need you to have your phone out to get live footage <laughs> and send it to me. I'm going to be on Facebook Live, like, whoa, uh, you know, whoa, like those parents whoa. at the at the parties, just having a good time. <laughs> Facebook Live with a giant tablet like these people we see at indie shows around the bay. Yep. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I fully expect the devil to be unmask or unveil at full gear. Now, who is it? I mean, as much as I would love for it to be CM Punk, I don't think it will be. Like, he's been trolling on uh, his Instagram stories of like putting like those old vignettes of him, like in the devil get up for like Wait. whatever, Hell in a Cell or we something. Didn't, we didn't talk about it. We went to AEW. We did go to AEW, and I just absolutely destroyed my pants. Brandon destroyed his pants. I fell asleep. I'm pretty sure these kids, uh, you know, infiltrated our suite. Shout out Baby Huey. Shout out to the random listener to 107.7 The Bone. Yes, Mike Miller was there. Shout out Mike Miller. Always a great I time. met him for the first time in person for the first, for you know, after five times. For the first time in, like, the seven times you've actually met him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Brandon m- murdered his pants. I got I got two new pairs of pants on a Saturday. I went to the Levi's store because uh, I thought it was athletic and try to like, you know jump over the rows of seats instead of just walking in front of Philip and you know just blew out the crotch of my pants. So that was yeah, fun. That, oh wow! He, he murdered his pants. AW murdered my sleep schedule. I had to rearrange it because I fell asleep at the show. Uh, shout out my shout out my security guard Aaron. Saw him working at the Oakland Arena. Yes, shout out to all the sell up. shirts out there. Sell the team Fisher. You bum. Yeah. Sorry. Shout out Powerhouse for being uh, in attendance and doing his thing. Shout out Titus Alexander was there. Titus is in uh, Japan for Pro Wrestling Noah. Shout out Titus Alexander, man. I'm happy for that dude. Uh, who else? Johnny Robbie and uh, Brooke Havoc were extras for Ring of Honor. That's the most Ring of Honor I've seen in like five years. Uh, yeah, good good stuff. Went to the uh, went to the Nigel McGinnis Magic Show that was here last uh, last week. That was something. That- I heard about that. I didn't. Realize it was a actual man magic show. Yeah, no, he's a Loki and op. Uh, <laughs> did he cut? Did he cut anybody in half? <laughs> no, no, but he was like, bro, how do you know that? Like, what, what's going on? Uh, yeah, some AW talent was there. It was cool. Uh, saw saw Thunder Rosa. Got to chop it up. Asked her some advice about this crazy world that is professional wrestling. It was a good time. Very good time. Did but back it, to Mr. X's questions about who's under the devil mask. Um, I think yes, Adam Cole uh, yes. is. I think Adam Cole is a good one. Ripping. Maybe Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, and then after that, I honestly don't know because it's Bro Baker. 
Isn't Adam Cole injured though? It's all the work. It's all the work. He was never injured to begin with. But I, I did see a report that the people literally in the masks are the people that's gonna it be revealed as. So we'll see. what if it's what if the person behind the devil mask is the one signing the contract on Saturday? See, this is why Marley is here. <laughs> this is why no seriously. Yeah, the, so the, apparently they got somebody that's gonna another member to the roster. Like, and it's not Abushi because Abusha got signed or whatever today. Who just got edged? Like, what do you do? Why are you right? Just who, all these people? Who else do you need, bro? You don't have money. You, you have too much talent. Ta- Please, I hope I, money. I need her to be in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Real talk. Um, you have all these people. Why do you keep signing people? You have to let people go. Right. There's like a, isn't there like a limit on employment? Like outside of wrestling, just employment in general, there's like a limit of how many employees you could have. But Tony Khan just keeps. No, they, he's a, Tony Khan ignores the salary cap. He doesn't. How many people, how many people work in AEW? How many, how many wrestlers do they have under contract? I want to know. Let's see. Are we including Ring of Honor in that since he bought Ring of Honor? Yes. Over under. One thirty-five and a half. Let's see. Also, he announced, which was weird because we were at the collision taping, which we did not see this. He announced he's going. They're doing a G one style round robin tournament called the Continental Classic. What? It's going to be twelve wrestlers round robin style, culminating at the World's End pay per view December thirtieth. And Brian Danielson, the man who has a broken orbital bone. And set to wrestle Kazuchika Okada is apparently going to wrestle in this match and wrestle several times. And I assume will probably make it to the end, if not win the whole damn thing. So you are possibly putting Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson at injury risk to have this tournament that who knows if it's going to be anything. All right. So what's the number, Brennan? What's the number? I set the line at 135 and a half. Marley. Over under that. I feel like I'm way over. So I'm going to go under. I'm going to say 150. 200. Oh. All right. Well, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible uh, handicapper. I mean, bro, like, let, let, like, let's really, like, 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 let's really think about this. Like, that's too many. Okay. Okay. So hold on. Let's see other roles. I'm going to go to the other roles. Yeah. Are you counting like all the announcers, all the producers, all the. Yeah, because I counted just wrestlers. I was thinking 150 wrestlers. Okay, okay so hold on. If I, min- the- if I minus some of these people, I mean, Paige Van, she, I mean, she wrestled for them. She's still under contract, so you have to count her. She wrestled one time. We haven't seen her since Double or Nothing last year. I'm saying she still wrestled for them, so you have to count her. Wrestled. I mean, do you count Tyson Fury as a WWE wrestler? He wrestled recently. He's not under contract, though. Paige Van Zandt is still under contract with AEW. Is she still in the contract? I need to see the. I need to see that contract. So here, what? One, two. Let me do some math real quick. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight.
Alright. So, let's do this. This is the actual number. Mm -hmm. So, 167. Yeah, 150. Closest. Close-ish. Actually, no. Let me, my, okay, so like 165. I, I see two other names here that I didn't see before. So, okay, so yeah. Like one, 165. That's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Why? That doesn't need to happen. It's like, why do you have all of these people? Yeah. Uh, he says it's a good idea for uh, Oscar to join Damage Control. Who will be the fourth woman to join Charlotte, Shotzi, and Bianca? Eh. I don't who 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 can join them like it's who's on SmackDown. Jay, well, it is Survivor. I mean, it is Survivor Series. You could get Becky to jump ship for one night only because she does have issues with damage control always. Bro, what's up? What about where where where's Alba Fire at? Where's she at? Well, isn't like well the tag titles are cursed. Is one of them hurt or something? I was gonna say they lost the tag titles and just disappeared. I forgot they even had the title. I forgot they even had them. Hey, come on, they beat uh, Ronda and for them. Right? I, when I think about these tag titles now, I just see Piper and uh, Niven Duggan. Yeah. All right. Not Duggan, I mean Anvil. Anvil, yeah, because she looked like Jim Anvil in that Halloween gimmick. Moving on from all that, uh, how do you feel about the scenarios that happen uh, all too often in AEW where they set up a big world title match, but in between the match uh, up, other people somehow wind up with world title matches? I really do not like this. I think it distracts from the storyline they initially set up and kind of waters down the importance of it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, but look, if they're going to do this, have somebody else actually, like Daniel Garcia, F it, just put the world title on him. Change it up. Because we know MJF's going to go face Jay White. We know this. Throw a curveball at me, Tony. Yeah, I remember I he that would is... throw curveballs in the beginning. Sorry. He no, I was just going to... Little... Uh, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just going to shut up. I'm going to mute myself this time, Philip. I was going to say, he would throw curveballs like a lot in the beginning of AEW, but then like once he was trying, once Tony Khan was trying so hard to get that Warner deal, the curveballs kind of stopped, and it almost turning into shot for shot remake of WWE, where you need the main guy with a super long title ring for no reason whatsoever. But it's the same; they give you the same thing every single time. Yeah, I mean, I think the matchmaking is like very predictable except for like the rare instances we get like those main events and then you know on the pay-per-views as well so tony has kind of gotten to a rut of like if you look at the dynamite uh lineups you could be like okay or like even obviously like the rampage and collisions you're like okay yeah that person that person that person they're gonna win there's like no uh doubt in my mind that that's gonna win maybe there's a screwy finish or something but for you know for the most part you kind of know what's gonna happen and predictability isn't bad in wrestling, but if you just kind of do it over and over and over again, and if you're, you know, predictability is good at wrestling if it's what the fans want. And at this point, I mean, we're seeing AEW 
it's not exactly on the higher end of fan interest at the moment. When your predictability becomes predictable. Oh, predictable. Uh... All right. Uh, did Drew McIntyre turn heel on Raw, guys? I mean, I thought that was as... I mean, they can justify it as he still has problems with Jey Uso because, you know, he cost me an opportunity, blah, 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 cost me the title, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I feel like it was pretty vague, but I think they're planting seeds towards heel Drew. Yeah, and look, if Drew joins Team Judgment Day for the War Games, they cannot say they have a mystery tag partner because everyone will think it is CM Punk. They need to just let us know who it will be. Randy Orton. No, 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 you save that pop. This is what you do. You say it's somebody else on the roster. They get hurt right before the war games. Like, they're, you know, Cody found somebody else, blah, 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 blah. It's Randy Orton. Uh, you do something like that. I don't know. I completely agree with the CM Punk part of, like, if you're going to have a mystery opponent, you cannot, like, have that a mystery going into the show because the Chicago crowd will – Chance CM Punk, and if it's not, they might take over. We, I mean, in this new WWE, this new era of WWE fans, we don't know what a disgruntled Chicago crowd is going to sound like, but I would assume they might. They probably won't be happy. So whether it's if it is Randy Orton, maybe either outright announce it, outright you know hint at it of like a cheeky little like legacy line or something from Cody, just to kind of be like, we're not going to announce it, but you know, it's going to be Randy Orton. Or it turns out to be Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah, or it's Ted. <laughs> well, you know, he's he's got some bigger issues right now with the Mississippi uh, welfare fund, but that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk about that. I think he's a little occupied at the moment. What's what's DiBiase Senior doing? He took a bump at NXT a couple years ago. He still got it. I think him and his son are kind of you know in the same boat as Brett Favre right now. I'm not gonna lie, DiBiase Senior, one of my favorite guests I've had on the show. Great, great guy. Besides the stuff that's happening, fantastic. Did he come up with these rubs he was talking about? These rubs for these ribs? If I, if I type in Ted DiBiase rub, I don't know. I'll be very scared of what's going to come out. I mean, I he's a, he's a southern man. I feel like I feel like these would tenderize some meat. Pause. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, this, is, this is a Judgment Day heavy show. You got uh, Uso and Rhodes trying to take back the titles from Finn and Damien. You got the world champion Rollins and Sami Zayn going up against uh, McDonough and Dom Dom. I mean, this was a lot. Rhea Ripley with, with Zoe Stark. It's just a lot was going on. A lot was going on. It was too much happening. Yes, 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 a lot. Other than what Miz and Bronson Reed... Um, that was going on. What do you guys feel about uh, Imperium, huh? You know, uh, Gunther praising uh, Giovanni Vinci, but uh, chastising Ludwig Kaiser. They're setting up for Gunther versus Ludwig Kaiser. I just know it. You know what? I popped, I popped when Jinder Mahal showed up on the screen. Marley, you don't know this. When Jinder Mahal was the WWE champion, I was. Philip was his one fan. I was. His one, his one fan. No, no, not num- no. Not no, number one no. fan. His one fan. No, 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 look, no, look, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Because we did you go to the uh the House of Horrors match? Did you go to that? Marley it was payback 2017. 
No, I did not. But I went to a SmackDown. I went to a SmackDown when when Gender was WWE champion. He was still feuding with Randy. I'm I'm gonna let you know. It was Randy Orton versus uh, Bray Wyatt. R.I.P. God rest his soul. Yes, House of Horrors match was it was something. But when that boy Jinder Mahal, because he had stole the WWE title from Randy, when he showed up, that crowd was cheering. They, I people loved Jinder, and then when he won it, they turned on him like, "Nah, you all know what I know. You can't hinder the Jinder." Look, if there was anybody that could beat Roman Reigns, it's the modern day Maharaja. Or you know what? He's interacting with Imperium now. I'd be okay if he took the title off of Gunther. Ooh. I said it. Well, I haven't heard any recent news that WWE is planning to go to some giant cricket stadium in India anytime soon. So I have to wait on that one. What do you mean, bro? They went to that. They went to that. The people are like, oh, he's the champion because they're going to go to India and do a big show. They went to do that India, that show in India. He wasn't the champion and he lost to Triple H. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear anything. Put the title on Jinder Mahal. I love Jinder. Let's do it. I love it. I'm 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 impressed. But yeah, this is a lot of Judgment Day stuff on Raw. More than usual. More than usual. Let's say you fill it three hours, baby. Let's say you fill it three hours, baby. Uh, NXT was cool, you know. Baron Corbin getting a shot at the NXT title. Put the title on him. Just do it. Just do it. Ilya Ilya's great in the chase. We saw. We saw with Carmelo. He's fantastic in the chase. His title reign all come crashing down because of some end of days. Yeah, and then you have him. You have him chase. You have him chase Corbin until the. Uh, I'd say do it until stand and deliver. I'd say do it until April. Yeah. Give Corbin that a nice, nice little couple month run. Yeah. Why not? Can redeem his failed cash in. I don't think he ever recovered from that. Yeah, I mean, he did. He retired Kurt Angle. Yeah, he still didn't retire from, or recover from that <laughs> failed cash-in. Does anybody really recover from a failed cash-in? Damien Sandow? Nope. Sandow didn't. Uh, John, yeah. I mean, it was John Cena. He was already established. <laughs> he was already True. established. And, Otis hasn't recovered from losing the thing. And who did, who did Baron Corbin try to cash in on? Gender Mahal. Oh, I thought it was John Cena. No, it all comes back around. He was he was feuding with Cena, but Gender was the. Oh champion. yeah, because Cena was like ringside or something. I just remember Cena being there during that match. It all comes back around. It all comes back around. AW full gears this weekend. Marley, your title's not on the line. Why not? Because uh, yeah. it doesn't always happen when I'm the champion. This is, I'm just doing this to prove a point. I was like, it's not on the line. I was willing to defend. Well, what, I, was, I was up and ready. What a great champion! I just, I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling this. Well, you know what? I don't care. Then I'll cash in my my bullet cast to big right now. Me and Marley will just go at it. All right, right. do it. Do you really? There we do go. That? Bam! You know, I'll be in attendance. Have a little extra. You know, he'll have an emphasis on me. Bam! So you know, I, let's go. Let's run I, down no, this full save, gear save, show. Save, save the save the thing. Don't do it now. Oh now, oh now we're gonna have to wait and see. See, this is what happens. Yeah. See the higher yeah, ups the are act- holding me down. See, I would be 
I would give him the opportunity to cash in because I might not have the same luck that I did with Crown Jewel. That was just that was luck. I mean, I was the AEW guy for the longest time on this on the show. He was the NXT guy. And New Japan. New Japan coming back. Are we out? February? Yeah, you you never you never know who's gonna be performing. Pepsi Phil? That's that's a possibility. So, do you actually want to cash in or what? Do you want to save it? I'll cash in. I you know, let's let it ride. Now yeah. I gotta write Just, down the predictions. Oh yeah. You gotta make oh, it fun. Yeah. Uh, gotta make it fun. Oh I gotta, I gotta so many write down stipulations. And besides, I I'm tired of you yelling at me about how I'm never gonna cash it in. And I, I just assumed, you know, we were going to give their predictions or whatever. And, you know, the title was going to be online because, you know, when I was champion, I felt like we were defending against everything, you know, AEW, WWE, NXT, West Coast Pro Shows, like everything under the sun. I was having to defend it. Um, I defended it at other stuff, too. I wanted on I, a, I wanted on an impact pay-per-view. Think about that. Exactly. We're not doing it on one of the four major AEW pay-per-views. Want to do it for Whiplash, or is that allowed? Can you do two? Uh, we've done, we've done a lot. Well, we so when WWE, when NXT takeovers would be like the day before a uh, WWE pay per view, we used to go like back to back days. So somebody would win it, have it for a day, then lose it. <clears throat> Those are good times. Those are good times. All right, guys. It is just Marley and Brandon. Yeah, Philip, you don't need to worry about this podcast championship. So MJF and TBA. Versus the Guns for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. Marley. The Guns. Right. Depends. I say the Guns because we just don't know who MJF's partner is. And it's like one of those things where if he's got a good partner, it could MJF could retain. But if he's got a crappy partner, we just automatically know that the Guns are going to just snatch him up. Or if he has a good partner, they just turn on him and want the AW title. Fair enough. Fair enough, because he got to he's got to fight twice, unnecessarily. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, I hope he's paying him well. Um, Brennan. Um, I mean, I was leading the guns as well, but to be different, I will take MJF and TBD. Um, they haven't taken the title off him yet. I would assume they're gonna wait to do something with Cole, whether that is if he's the devil or whatnot. So you're the devil. I guess they. Uh, yeah, Philip. They they were playing the Doja Cat. Uh, AEW women's video. They played it twice for some reason. Philip has just learned the Doja Cat sound, uh, Paint the Town Red, for the first time. So, I mean, that, that thing, I think it kind of slapped. It's only you been out so... for like six months at this point, or however long it's been out. He's so lucky because it's been all over my TikTok. I, I'm just now getting to a point of peace until Tony I... Khan released that video. I mean, the video is great. The video is cool. It is. So... Give a devil. I'm throwing them. My, I'm throwing them my Vandross set. I'm gonna sing it with the Vandross voice. I, I need to. I need to. I need to get the Doja Vandross. The, I need to get the runs. You know. <laughs> I need. To, I need to sing. Should I sing like Skinny Luther or Big Luther? Big Luther, huh? Speaking of Luther. He will be accompanying Timeless I see what Tony you Storm. Did there. There oh. we go. See, Transitions. you have good moments. You have good moments. I, yeah, this you know, is... blind, blind squirrel nut, you know. 
Thomas this is Tony why Storm. he's cashing in. Yes, Thomas Tony Storm versus Ricardo Rashida for the AW Women's Title. Brandon, um, this one also could go either way. Um, Hikaru Shida is like the me of AEW Women's Champions, where she just kind of wins it and then like immediately loses it. Um, I think Look, it depends on what I got some doing. place to be. So you just gotta you just gotta pick somebody, bro. <laughs> Mariah May will get involved, and Timeless Tony Storm's the champion. It's Tony time, um, Marley. <clears throat> I don't know. I could, I agree that it could go either way. But get somewhere if, to be, so just pick somebody. Hey, whoa, wait. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just, you know, doing your gimmick for you, Philip. Before you, before no, you said I was, it. I was going to say Sheeta because I could see Mariah May intervening, but it could have the opposite effect where she costs Tony the match and it leads to planting seeds for their kind of Mickey Trish era feud. Which makes too much sense, which is why she's going to be the champion. Exactly. <laughs> so who are, you, who are you picking? Sheeta. She's going Sheeta. I'm going with Tony. My uh, my phone is uh, my phone is. Uh... Uh, then we got the six man tag match: Sting, Darby, Don't and Steel. Okay. What are you? Okay. Okay. Jesus. Sorry, I just do the I do the pay per view recaps, not the pay per view previews. Sting, Sorry. Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland with Ric Flair. Versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. This is not the government name. Yeah. Ric Flair brought to you by Ric Flair or brought brought to you by Woo Energy. Woo! That should always be like just in his tag. Just be like Ric Flair brought to you by Woo Energy. Makes you want to go, Woo! I hope they I hope these maybe, you know, maybe they're selling at the store, and I'll try one, it's gonna taste like Oh my god, I'm doing a Ric Flair. Shut up. My gators cost more than your house. That's great, Ric Flair. Perfect. I mean, you just have to yell, bro. It's... With a little twang. Just yell and raise your blood pressure. It's fine. And then strut around and elbow drop your jacket and just be in the ring in your boxers. <laughs> yep. If I ever do that at a show, guys, I'll just I'll just know I'm paying homage to the goat. Or I might have I might have lost my mind. Anyway, um, crazy six man. Who do we got? Who do we got? Marley. Who do you got? Christian Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. It's too early for the good guys to win. Well, uh, Sting and Darby are like undefeated as a tag team. So I'm going to say they're going to keep that streak because Nick Wayne's in the match. So uh, he'll just eat the pin like he always does. Uh, didn't we mm-hmm. Didn't we see him win when we were there? Uh, he did. I forget who he wrestled. It was an okay match. John Moxley and Orange Cassidy for uh, All-Atlantic. Or intercon international title. This title has like five different names. Yeah. Um. I say Cassidy retains. I don't think Moxley needs his title. It, the story is more kind of Cassidy regain or whatever. You know, story is more about Cassidy than Moxley. I think. Marley. Moxley. He's gonna pull an upset. I just feel it. All right. That's gonna be the the sneaky sneaky match. Hangman Page versus Swerve Circling with Prince Nana, Texas Death Match. Well, um, I mean the man taunted the other man's toddler, so you think Hangman should win? 
But it is a Texas death match, and something can happen. I'll go with Swerve. Swerve, okay. So I'm you're going to keep it rolling. And the one time that I'm actually behind Hangman Adam Page, the one rare time. You're picking Hangman? All right, the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks. See, this isn't, they had an opportunity to be go with Kenny and the Jets, you know, play off of Benny and the Jets. Kenny and the Jet. Kenny and the Jet. But no, let me see. This is why I need to be in the writer's room. This this is gold. Gold every time. Why Philip needs to be the assistant to the assistant. I I just need to be the main guy. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this is, I mean, come on, man. Uh, I'll go with Kenny and Jericho. They have the stipulation that if they win, the Young Bucks uh, forfeit their title opportunity. So I think Jets win, and that kind of derails the Young Bucks into full-fledged heels. Again. All right, uh, Marley. I was going to say the exact same thing, Golden Jets, because Young Bucks, they've done it. We've seen it. Switch it up. And the words of uh, Chris Jericho. They didn't even hear what you said because you just modulated so much. Right. You just glitched. Now you just yell too much at the microphone and pick it up. I believe he was trying to say, uh, oh, yeah, but in a Chris Jericho voice. Was that better? Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. There it is. Statlander, sky blue, Julia Hart, see. I would pick Julia Hart. That's just me. Um, I believe she's getting married, so I think she might be who getting uh Julia Hart. She already got married, or yeah, they, maybe, they've had the know. honeymoon and everything. I don't but, know because I was gonna pick Julia. I'll pick Chris Statlander. I think Hart and Sky Blue is gonna cancel each other out, it's, even though Chris isn't really like doing anything. Isn't Sky like associated with the House of Black too? She's got the eye thing going, so she had, she had the mist spit at her, so changed yeah. her mood. Remember the the mist changes you. Seeds are planted in that match. I just I can tell. So who are you going for? Julia Hart. I think yeah, man. I think I think this is the way to go. All right. The uh, crazy way they... too many people in a tag team match. Wait, tag when did they? Match. When did when did House of Black Whoa. change their name? That that's just uh, Malachi and Brody. I think it's House of Black when it's all of them. Okay. All right. Ricky Starks and uh, Big Bill versus La Faction, Igor Bernabe, Russian Dralistico uh, versus FTR versus Kings of the Black Throne for the AW World Tag Team Championships. Man, I'm, I'm gonna just throw this out there. I think that uh, House of Black has you know they have the tag titles. They have they have the uh, the TBS title. I think it'd be something nice. He'll have Orange, Ca- have Orange Cassidy wrestle Buddy Matthews. He takes that uh, international title. Just do it. That right there is why I picked Julia Hart because they already have the trios titles. So wh- wh- who are you going with with this? Bruce and Jolistico. Gil- are you going with the La Faction? I'm going with the La Faction. Uh, I was kind of going to go down that route as well. Um, you know, we've had so many uh, change-ups, or either, you know, picking the opposite ones. I'll stick with the champions. I have Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Got to see Ricky Starks. I got to see Ricky Starks at a collision taping. Great guy. 
By great guy, I mean he was a fantastic. He was a fantastic match. It was, he was he was over like Rover. All right, for the AEW World Championship, uh, Jay White, the leader of Bullet Club Gold, can he finally win the big one in AEW, or does MJF uh, win and finally get his hands back on the Triple B? I expect this match to be really good in ring wise. As I said, I if it was my call, I would just have Jay White be the champion and start clean because this MJF stuff is not for me. But the whole story is to begin his title back, so he will get the title back, and the devil will come out and we'll get like a big angle at the end because that's what AEW does. So Maxwell, yes, sir. And, you know, he has to hold around that title for all the red carpet events for the Iron Claw. Oh, yeah, of course. You make a good point with the Iron Claw stuff, but I'm probably going to go with Jay White because I feel like MJF has done all he's needed to do with the title, and if he goes any further, it would be repetitive. Yeah. I mean, the, he, does, he doesn't need the title for uh, the red carpet. I mean... What yeah. Sna- Snack Wars just aired a video with Paige or Soraya as the AEW Women's Champion. I'm like, oh, she hasn't had that title in a little bit, guys. Yeah. So we've had nine matches, and I believe we differentiated on eight of them. So this should be interesting. It should. It should. It should. All right. I think. Uh, I think that is going to do it for us. Which means we'll just end up going four, four, and one, and Marley will just retain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Also, uh, West Coast Pro Whiplash this Friday, November seventeenth, Irish uh, United Irish Cultural Center. Look, you got Kevin Blackwood versus Jaya Jewel, Sandra Moon versus uh, Rachel Elring for number one contention for the West Coast Pro Women's Title. You got Drake uh, Dillinger versus a mystery opponent because JT Thorne is unable to compete. Beef Tank versus Prisoners of Society. Uh, you also have Los Suavecitos going up against my boys, the South Pacific Savages. Alvazel versus Brian Keith. Masha Slamovich versus Johnny Robbie. Starboy Charlie defends his West Coast Pro title against Chris Bay. And returning to the ring for the first time in three years, Chris Hero takes on Timothy Thatcher. Yes. Hell of a card. Hell Sounds a card. like fun. Hopefully everyone goes out there, has fun. Random Brandon trivia. My favorite Metallica song is Whiplash. So there you go. Wow, there you go. I was going to say, it's their last show of 2023, too. No, it's the last show out here. Oh, well, last SF show of 2023. Last base show for West Coast Pro. They're in uh, they're in L.A. for uh, next month, and they have Kenta. Yeah. And then all pro, uh, pro Wrestling Revolver is going on. If you're down in L.A., go watch that. Ronda Rousey, John Moxley, Swerve, Speedball, Mike Bailey, Brian Keith. Crazy, craziness. I believe that would be Thursday, which is today. Everybody, go out and go now. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Thank you guys so much. It's always be safe today. The bullet cast, fearless. The bullet cast, fearless. Elite podcasting. We are the bullet cast now, fearless. The bullet cast now, fearless. Elite podcasting. No, we are elite podcasting. No, we are.
This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.